Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The attraction of Ross Taylor has pulled guys out of retirement, long retirement, some of them, but a man that has been playing not too far gone past. Craig Clear. Played a lot of rugby around the world. Craig, thanks for coming and chatting to us today. Nah, cheers, Steffi. Thanks for having me on. Um, geez, you've played everywhere. The one that I wanted to ask you about, look, straight away. I mean, you played for Manawatu, Otago, the Highlanders, Bay of Plenty, Whanganui, but you played in Italy and Japan. I want to talk about Russia. You yeah. played in Russia. Yeah, uh, pr- obviously pretty random place to go playing. Um, <laughs> obviously before the war at the moment. <laughs> Uh, no, there was, a, there was a good group of Kiwis over there and um, met, met up with a guy I used to play with uh, at a wedding and he said he was playing over there and um, uh, kind of eventuated from that. I've talked to Marty Banks about playing in Russia yep, and he yep. says, I have to be careful about what I say. Is it a weird setup? Hugely, hugely. Um, you know, I, I remember coming home from training once, getting paid and you just had a r- rubbish bag full of uh, money, cash, <laughs> almost felt like Monopoly money, eh? It was, it was fair to say I held my bag pretty tightly all, all the way home. How long were you there for? Uh, I, I did two two years there. Um, I was actually got signed back to go back again, but um, it was near the time that uh, that Malaysian Airways got shot down over Ukraine. So um, yeah, a few sanctions got put on, and, and obviously uh, their economy kind of started down on the downturn. So what did you do away from rugby living in Russia? Whereabouts in Russia were you living? Uh, a place called Krasnyask. So um, for those that don't know <laughs> Russia that well, <laughs> uh, in between um, Mongolia and Kazakhstan. Wow. <laughs> so, in sounds, Siberia, basically. so loose. Man. Yeah, Siberia. Um, no, it was, a, it was one of the greatest experiences I've been through. I was a, As a rugby player, you kind of get babied a little bit. Um, you know, all you have to do is turn up in time and and, and uh, you pretty much get told what to do. But over there, um, yeah, it's hugely, hugely um, great opportunity for a bit of personal growth and grow up a bit. So, Self-preservation. Um, yeah, yeah. Did, was there any danger? Did you ever feel in danger? Uh, we played in Crimea for an expo- exhibition game. Um, that was shortly after they had taken it over. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Um, and the, yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember we had a meeting with the uh, president of the club, uh, a group of boys, and we had a translator going back and forth. And um, we're kind of like, you know, on the New Zealand tourism app, it's a it's a red no go zone, and we're going back and forth. And the president's saying, you know, oh, it's it's a, a Russian holiday destination. It's going to be fine. It's okay. And we're like. Yeah, no, nah, it doesn't look that way on the app. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, next minute, he's just come back. Oh, oh, we won't pay you then. <laughs> We're like, oh, okay, uh, we'll go. Okay, okay we better better go. But yeah, I mean, we flew in there, uh, pretty open-minded. I said goodbye to my partner. I didn't know if I'd see her again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, um, you know, get off the tarmac. There's people with AK-47s, and <laughs> yeah, there's uh, you know, fighter squadrons flying over bomber planes. You know, satellite planes when when we're doing a captain's run and you just mind boggled like, what are we up to here? Wow. <laughs> was it? You don't have to tell me how much, but was it good money? Was it worth doing? Did the yeah, Russians yeah. pay you well? Yeah, or, or when we did get paid, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, that was the enticement really of it all. Um, to be honest, um, it was reasonably easy. Uh, easy, no, oh, it was hard rugby, but 
you know, um, you know, it was it was preservation of the body as such. It was probably only four good teams there, and, and the rest you could kind of cruise away around with. But um, yeah, they just didn't really know how to play rugby. Amazing athletes, yeah, um, but kind of you know, big bodybuilders just running it straight, t-boning and. Yeah, and smashing vodka at the aftermath. Yeah, and hitting themselves in the head before games and whatnot. <laughs> Probably at the halftime as well, Steph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, wa- walked into some interesting stuff in the gym. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> didn't um, didn't Marty Banks say that Krasniask was the uh, modelling capital of Russia or something? Like, is that how the city's? Is that true? Oh, was that what they thought of themselves? Is I think there's a three to one ratio over there of women to to males and. No, they're not shy to wear heels even in the supermarket. So, yeah, <laughs> they all want their ticket out. Eh? I remember a great story. Yeah. Gareth Patterson, the um, he was on the European tour, and the European tour went, took a game to Russia, and he said on the final day, on the 18th hole, all of these Russian unbelievably good-looking women are lining the fairways in stilettos and cocktail dresses just waving to all the professional golfers as they're walking down. They just all wanted out of Russia. Wow. Does that sound feasible, Craig? Yeah, 100%. You only got to do the ratio of the New Zealand boys over there. <laughs> six of us there and three came back with Russians. So. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Uh, <laughs> were, you, were, you there, were, you, were you there around the same time as Marty? No, nah, I was about a year or two after, oh, to be he, fair. Because he told that story about the Russian wedding as well. Steph, I don't know if you ever heard that one about that he along to a Russian wedding. No. And it was like... The cars, there's no lanes right in Russia. Like they, it's just a general rule to like be on the left if another car's coming. Oh, they drive at like a hundred yeah. plus k's, no matter where they are. Yeah. And then they have this wedding, which was like three weddings at ru- once in one building, and they all just rotate through the rooms. <laughs> so you go from like here's where the reception is, here's where the gifts are, here's where you know drink, here's photo, and they just rotate the weddings through these rooms. <laughs> We, we actually culture. got invited one of the players over there for a wedding, and it was, you know, the they had uh, vodka bottles with pictures of the couple on it, and uh, <laughs> d- diff- different musical band <laughs> people playing. I don't, yeah, it was, and even the fireworks at the end, it was top. It was kind of like New Year's uh, fireworks. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, if you, so much, so much money. I, I, I'd hate to imagine how much they poured into it. If, if, it's a pretty if, amazing experience. If you though. had a, like a, I don't know, twenty-four-year-old who's been offered a contract to go and play in Russia, and they contacted you and said, "Craig, you know, you played in Russia, and I've been offered a contract to go over for two or three years. What would your advice be to them, having been through it yourself?" Um, be open-minded, <laughs> <laughs> patient. <laughs> Um, and yeah, just enjoy the experience. Eh? It's, I, I, I've, I actually have had a few people contact me about it, and, and I've said, you know, much what I said earlier. It was uh, in terms of me growing up, it was an awesome opportunity. Um, the, they're not the friendliest people in the world. You know, you open a open a door for a, a old lady to go through, and she wouldn't even say thank you. And you line up to go uh, board a plane at the airport, and it's just a free for all. Mm. You know, it's just, uh, it's just the different way they way. are. Yeah, just yeah, just a different world. Did really. you play golf, or what did you do socially over there? Because I just don't know much about it. Nah, nah. So we actually, we actually, they did train us reasonably hard. We had to kind of get into the, um, I guess, mentality that. You know, you can have a day off during the week just to freshen up for a game. I remember we um, we first kind of talked the coach around to that, had a day off, and then the next day he just thrashed us with fitness, and we were like, oh, what's the point of that? <laughs> and you came back to New Zealand, and you wound up your career 
with Whanganui, which, um, you know, you, so you've played all around the world and you've ended up in Heartland and Whanganui. What did you enjoy about the Heartland rugby? I think um, I, I, I enjoyed it because I started off with Manawatu when they were in the second division as a young fella. Mm. And, um, you know, I was back then, it was much the same as Heartland. It's, you know, Tuesday, Thursday training and you have a beer with your mates after training and, and obviously a few beers after the game and, yeah, I started off my career like that, and it was for me. It was just a great way to end that way too, just to full circle, and that's that's partly why I play is, you know, play with your mates and have a few beers afterwards, and you know, just chew the fat and have a few yarns, and <laughs> yeah. You did it for a long time, mate. Yeah, yeah, I I did, I did, I did have a bit of a break with the broken leg in between. That was a good couple of years off, but um, no, nah, I just loved it, and yeah, obviously my. My my, um, my dad and um, his brother are, are true blue men or two rugby Legends. people, and so um, yeah, yeah. I guess that's partly why. I kind so of which kept one going was your it. dad? Uh, Denny, Denny, Denny the hooker. Yeah, and Terry was the prop. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, it was, yeah, partly because of that, and obviously um, yeah, just love getting out there, doing it. And you finished rugby, but you've you've settled in Wanganui. Yes, yes, settled. Yep. When, when I was a young fella, Wanganui was known as the city of sin, and you, the, the, <laughs> there was a pub over there on a Tuesday night. It was car keys in the middle, and away you go. Happy days. <laughs> it's probably changed a lot, though. Tell us about life in Wanganui for a man that's been in Russia and Japan and Dunedin and all over the place, and now you settled Wanganui. Uh, a little bit more quieter, but um, no, nah, I mean, actually, um, I was previously in the Bay of Plenty prior to moving to Wanganui and people thought I was nuts moving there but I've been pleasantly surprised and I mean uh, all, all the people were great um, I've played with a lot of team members there that I've become really good friends with and no it's yeah I've really enjoyed it to be honest and I think Wanganui as a whole is improving mm. a great place to live yeah um, someone just said Mark while you're in Palmy can you please push for some international sport here there's been no rugby cricket soccer league nothing nothing Bring okay. back the Telecom 7s. Bring back, yeah, <laughs> the Telecom 7s, yeah, at the showgrounds. Or um, we were talking about Top Town the other day, used to be here as well. Yep. Uh, we have the team's champs. Stock car fan? No, no, no. But my uh, boy uh, has been to one and he won't stop talking about it, so I guess I'll be <laughs> turning up to one. <laughs> yeah, good times. All right, so your cricketing pedigree. Uh, you've got quite a good cricketing pedigree as well. Yeah, I don't know about that. I chucked it in pretty early to have a crack at rugby. But um, no, I, I did experience a, a tick a few things off, I guess, before I had a crack at rugby, which was which was awesome. What's your specialty out there today? What are we, have you got? A, have you got a flipper, or a scooter, oh, or a spinner? I can't bowl to save myself, to be honest. I never could. But um, I don't know. You're gonna bat. You're, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be doing myself to hold the hold hold one end, maybe get out there and hold one end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. It's looking good, though, isn't it? It's um, looking absolutely magnificent out here. I wish um, it's the one time I wish people could see that the the fields and good. Have you had a walk out onto the field? Yeah, I had a look earlier. eh? the pitch is looking bloody good. Um, still hard, and it's. I, I'd say it might turn a little bit. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, there's well, a bit of analysis. <laughs> That's what we like to see. <laughs> Which hey? is kind of good because I don't think either team have any um, seamers to be to be honest. So. Um, yeah, yeah. J- Jacob Oren was a late. Uh, he would have loved bowling on here against uh, you, bloke. So 
I think Melanie would have liked it more. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Hey, Craig, awesome to catch up with you, mate. Uh, enjoy the day out there. I can't wait to see you guys rolling your arms over, having a few laughs, and then, of course, the compulsory couple of beers afterwards. Oh, definitely, definitely. Nah, thanks heaps, So, hey. Cheers, mate. Get down, everyone. Get Get down. Good day. Good day, good day. Afternoons with Staffy back after the break. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.